Welcome to episode 36 of the Animal Addicts podcast. On today's episode, we talk about just how bad things have gotten and how humans desperately need to change our ways if we have any hope of salvaging this planet and all of our animals, and how one species in particular has now been deemed more endangered than it was before. On a happier note, we talk about some more graceful favorites from the ocean and learn about our animal of the week who can grow to be insanely long. So now, let's dive into episode 36 of the Animal Addicts Podcast. Episode 36 of the Animal Addicts Podcast. As always, we're your host, Allie. And Casey. And today we're going to go for a jaunt through the oceans to learn about some new animals. Yep, we're going to be stretching it even more, folks, because <laughs> there are just not enough words for group. Anywho's. We could go foreign languages. I tried. I literally tried. <laughs> but a lot of them have different alphabets, so maybe it was. A sound would be right, but I don't know because I can't read Like the alphabet. dialect languages or not dialect, pitch the pitch languages. Yeah, like Mandarin. About, like, yeah, those or, or Russian or Hebrew. They all have different <laughs> alphabets, so I can't read it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, we'll definitely be doing foreign languages, though. I will tell you right now, the uh, word for group in most languages is some form of group. Groupé, <laughs> grupo. <laughs> well, I'm pronouncing it wrong, but either way, it basically has group in the name. Yeah. At least that use the standard alphabet that we do. Anyway, though... Um, but, but before we get into the animals that we're going on that jump to see, well, to talk about, I guess, what have you been up to, Casey, since last I saw you? I have been to the safari park with my parents. The wild animal park, yes. Yes, because mm-hmm. <laughs> you refuse to call it by that. Yeah, it's not going to happen. <laughs> with the parental units. Okay, yep. so how was that? What was it like? A disaster. Oh, okay. Too many people and, like... I am not buying that it was 50% capacity, which is why it's been increased to. Oh, is it 50? I didn't even know. Yeah. Because you still have to get reservations. Yes, you do. And, um, but when we noticed when we left that the overflow dirt lots were being filled up. What? There's yeah. no way that's 50% capacity. Yeah. Okay, so folks who do not know the Animal Park, which is probably most of our listeners, so it's a very big parking lot. There's also a spot for a hel- actually there's two spots for helicopters to land, specifically marked for helicopters to land in these parking lots. That's super long, and then if it's really crowded, there's these dirt parking lots that you go onto that they don't open all the time. And any basically, if people are parking on the dirt, you don't want to be there that day, because now it's going to be. Crowded. I've parked in the dirt before by myself. <laughs> Oh, God, no. I remember when they first opened the tiger exhibit when they redid that, and my dad was out here, so I took him, and I, like, called my mom. She was still back in Arizona. I'm like, we had to park on the dirt. <laughs> I have not parked on the dirt since I was a child. Well, I didn't park, but I haven't been on the dirt since I was a child. Ugh. I remember one time we parked in the dirt, and there was a bunch of birds in the area or something, because when we got back, the whole oh, front of the car was no. covered, absolutely covered in well, bird shit. They don't open it all the time, so the birds yeah. are like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. <laughs> this is our area. And also, like, there's grass. You almost have to have, like, a four-wheeler to go mm-hmm. off and park in some of the dirt. Yeah. Anyway, but that is not, there's no way that's 50%. Yeah. There's no and way. And I could not, we could not get away from anyone. And yeah, it's like, it's super I, sketch. yeah, I, not even like in the Badlands near, <laughs> in the deserty area. Okay, so I think what he's talking about is there's this little like 
it was like a little walk you can take. Yes. Usually before you could get away from people there. Most people also before Australia was built when I had my Zen place with a pond that I miss so much. Just going to the literal Zen garden. No, not the same thing. <laughs> I like to sit on the bench mm. by the pond. It was great. It was fantastic. Sometimes I'd have a little snake friend by me and I'd be like, okay, what's up? Um, but anyway, that's gone now because that was the Australia exhibit. But now that pathway is right next to the Australia exhibit, so everyone goes there now. Mm-hmm. Did you ever run into mule deer constantly on that path before? I have. I would constantly have to just like wait because they wouldn't vacate the mm-hmm. trail. And I'm like, I need to walk. Yeah. And they're just like, no. <laughs> anyway, um, bad, it's like a desert arboretum sort of kind of it's like a bunch of native plants plants. yeah up there anyway but literally nowhere you could go to get away from people i'm trying to think of where even you can go at all well normally yeah and that was no but if you go back to where like the where the benches are and stuff so you're not actually looking at animals basically you can't look at animals without running into people but if you go somewhere where there are no animals yeah but even like there's an area called heart of africa very few people go there, and there was... African Loop is what it's called. African... <laughs> okay. Yes, we used to call it the heart of Africa, because that's what it used to be. <laughs> yeah. Normally, people don't go over there, but still people. Yeah. Not as much, but there's still too many people. I know. But the funny part is, I'm pretty sure people looked at me at one point like I was crazy. <laughs> yeah. Because I saw an insect flying. You're and chasing I, the I chased it. Oh, my God. They're like, is he a child? Yes. It was a snake fly. I've never seen them before. What's a snake fly? It's, um, they're related to lace wings. They have this kind of like... That does not help me. I don't know what a lace wing is either. They're insects that look like they have this very intricate nerve-like looking wings. Um, so kind of like dragonflies, but not really? Yes, but they can actually fold their wings. Okay. Dragonflies can't. They're stuck out horizontal. I love dragonflies. They're so cool. Mm-hmm. And they get the name snakefly because uh, part of their um, thorax is extended, um, so it makes it look like they have a head of a snake. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and they also have what looks like a tail. It's actually an ovipositor, and they use that to lay their eggs into bark. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so you were chasing this yes. snakefly? Yes. Okay. Good job, me. I got it, and I made my mom take pictures of it. Did you kill it? No. Okay, you let it go. I didn't have anything to contain it in. Jaguar would have killed it. Um, <laughs> I can't fin those things anyway. They're too small. Oh, okay. You were so excited. That is kind of funny. All right. I also got excited when I found one in my in my yard. I thought you said you'd never seen one before. I know, but this was after the, the oh, Safari Park okay, day. fine. You just had a round of luck after that, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. All right. Well, that's cool. Mm. Well, that Was that it for the, I guess you couldn't really do much because there were too many people. Yeah. Yeah, there's Two. no way that's 50% mm-hmm. capacity. Yeah. Yeah. If you're on the dirt, there's no way. And I bet they're not running the tram right now. Nope. To get people from the lower walls. Yeah. I... So that sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have, so when they when they have, when they get full enough of parking that you have to use the lower lots, even before the dirt, um, they have this tram that goes down like the lower half so that you don't have to walk up the hill mm-hmm. for forever. And obviously with COVID, they're not going to do that. So that sucks. You're getting exercise then. Yeah. And probably reasonably hot at this point. Oh, also, totally unrelated, but um, I am on a bunch, well, on one hiking group mm-hmm. on Facebook. I cannot tell you how many pictures of snakes there have been lately, Casey. Yeah. You just need to go hiking anywhere, apparently. I can't find snakes anytime I go hiking. You just need to go hiking anywhere. 
because Cowles has had them. I know I've seen them at Daily. I don't think these pictures are coming from Daily, but like Iron Mountain, Cowles, other people over other places. Uh, so many pictures of snakes mm. right now. Anyway. Okay. Well, that was it for the park though, right? Yes. All right. I watched um, a, I guess we'll call it a document, not really a document, a nature show on PBS called the, nope, that's not what it's called, Extinction. It had yep. a bigger name than that, and I didn't write it down. So anyway, it was mm-hmm. an extinction thing, hosted by your favorite. David Attenborough. Yes, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's pretty grim. It's mm-hmm. pretty, pretty grim. So they have a bunch of scientists are interviewing, um, and... In 2019, I don't remember who, I'm sure they said, I just don't remember who it was. Um, Also, because I'm not used to not having commercials, and I was like, I really have to pee, but like, I don't want to have to leave in the middle of this and miss something. I'm like, there's going to be one commercial break. There was not. Anyway, um, but so the science doing it, like, they were doing research globally, so like, not just like looking into like the Amazon or looking Mm -hmm. into like the Kalahari Desert or whatever, right? They were looking globally. And since they're looking globally at things and not just in little areas, they're seeing how bad the extinction event is mm-hmm. and how fucked we are, which people don't realize. Like, yeah. you don't care about these animals that go extinct, but it's a big fucking problem because, like, mm-hmm. we will be in big shit. So, um, it was super depressing. One of the guys, they showed him from, I think, back in the 90s or 2000s, um, testifying, I think, before Congress. And wouldn't you know, GOP? <laughs> what? Senators are like, they're just lying. They're lying. It's not that bad. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's pretty fucking bad. So one of the main things is that our fisheries are a complete disaster. Yep. Um, that was a big, big focus. Um, also, ice issues. Oh, no, I'm getting that confused with the thing I was watching after it. But still, that was also a problem. Mm. But it's just, it's, it's really, it was really grim. Sometimes they do these things and they give you a little bit of hope at the end. Like, if we change our ways. And they're kind of just like... No, we're pretty much about to. <laughs> yeah. um, so, of course, it does come around like there's certain things you can do. One of the biggest takeaways, because one of the biggest, biggest problems, um, and something that we've mentioned a lot on the podcast when we talk about our animals, is um, actually habitat loss is mm-hmm. the number one biggest problem. And most of it's actually for agriculture. Yep. And beef. Beef is the main problem. Also poultry and stuff, but mostly beef. Yeah. Um, so that has become such an issue, and we don't have the water to maintain it, and we don't have the space to maintain it. And we need to not continue to develop and just use the land we already have for that mm-hmm. stuff. Um, so everybody should stop. <laughs> as I just ate a burger. But I don't eat them every day, do yeah. I? Um, but we should definitely all cut back on our meat because we've got to cut that stuff mm-hmm. down. The resources. Otherwise, to too. <laughs> you should. Well, you, true. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Like, we shouldn't be eating. We shouldn't be eating that much beef anyway. Mm-hmm. But... Um, Definitely important that we cut back on our, our fish consumption, or at least do it sustainably, which mm-hmm. there are ways to do. And But most beef is really the number one problem. Yeah. So eat less beef, everyone. Yeah. There are... Um, you can still have it, mm-hmm. just have less of it. Yeah, and there are a few beef products on the market now that are made from stem cells. Have they actually been able to do that yet successfully? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Hopefully we get to a point where we can do that. They're kind of expensive, though. I'm not going to lie. That's problem. We won't be able to afford to do it. Yeah. But, yeah, so it is really, really super important that everybody watching that show, I was like, I really need to, and I don't eat that much. I just, I'm not very big on red meat. I'm more poultry person. Same. Poultry but, and fish. Yeah. I avoid fish because of the mercury issues. 
Um, well, you just need to know what kind of fish to eat. Exactly. Like, you have to eat smaller bait fish. Yeah. So they don't accumulate as much fish. mercury. But, um, but anyway, so everyone definitely needs to cut back in beef. That's pretty terrifying, actually. Mm-hmm. When they, they go, I would definitely recommend watching this. I'm sure you can just go to pbs.com and watch it. Mm-hmm. Or .org. I think they're .org. Yeah. I know David Attenborough also did one documentary on Netflix that I haven't watched yet. It also has a doom and very doom and gloom message. Yes, it's pretty bad. Well, it also just comes down to, I mean, we can do our little part and cutting back of meat is something that everyone can do, but really it's the countries yeah. and the politics that need to change. Yeah. We can't change that much. Really, it has to be them. They're the mm-hmm. main polluters. So, um, and these ideas that companies will regulate themselves is the biggest bunch of bullshit yeah. ever. So, and it really frustrates me because I'm like, people knew about this for so long and they just, money, 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 mm-hmm. money. It's, it's what we've learned well, now this past year with COVID, there are literally two types of people. One who will give a little personal sacrifice for the betterment of everyone around them and people who are, I will not be inconvenienced for fucking anything. Mm-hmm. Me, 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 and this is all I get and this is all we're thinking about. We don't give a shit about anyone else. Are you American? Yes. It's not just American. <laughs> I know. Just American. <laughs> I'm just saying we exude it but more really, than anyone yeah, else. We're like, we're like, we're flaming with it, you yeah. know, but um, not everyone, but a certain yeah. party, particularly. Unfortunately, they didn't used to be so bad, but... Woo! It went down. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, but um, so that's a big thing. And one thing they were talking about, actually, David, they showed um, footage of him back in the 80s, 70s, mm-hmm. probably 70s. Um, I forget which country now. Somalia? Something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, with mountain gorillas. And they were down to very If it's Somalia, that was not mountain gorillas. Okay, it's not Somalia. I don't remember. It's the well. Uh, probably Congo. It was not Congo. Congo. Hmm. Um, Actually, I can't remember gorilla. Anyway, so there were mountain gorillas, and they were down to um, a very small amount, mostly, again, because agriculture was going out, and I think they were also getting hunted a bit for meat. Mm -hmm. But what they wound up doing was set up ecotourism, and part of what you pay to go see gorillas or whatever actually goes back to the farmers and to Mm -hmm. the people there, so they do not need to expand, which is like definitely something we need to look at with conservation because a lot of people will be like, well, I'll just buy land and mm-hmm. set up a conservation. But if you don't, you can't just band-aid it. Like mm-hmm. you have to treat it. It's like, well, people have to have money or have food on the table. Mm-hmm. So you have to be able to offset that so that they don't have to go into the jungles and destroy animals. Not just the jungles, but yeah. whatever. Yeah. One country that does really well is Costa Rica. Oh, I love Costa Rica. Yeah. What they actually did is the government will actually pay um, farmers to not develop their land, and they are among the few countries that has actually been able to increase the amount of forest. Costa Rica also doesn't spend money on an army. Yeah, they don't have an army. They don't. It's really funny. Actually, when we went there, they have army ants. There's an army right there. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, Costa Rica is fantastic. Also, if you've never been to Costa Rica, highly recommend it. Mm -hmm. Also, excuse me, Um, so unrelated. But when we went to Costa Rica, I'm a super picky eater. Mm-hmm. So when I go to foreign countries, sometimes even other states, if I'm not in control of what we're eating, I basically eat apples and bananas because I just, I'm a really picky eater and it's really bad. When I went to Costa Rica, every single meal, there was something mm-hmm. delicious that I ate. And I was yeah. like, this has never happened ever before. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, so it was a depressing thing, but it was very good and it just makes Bananas you... another problem. <laughs> There's, and that was another thing too. That was actually another thing we talked about is looking into like fruits and veggies and stuff what you're buying where is it coming from which mm. always boils down to buy locally right yeah. so, which doesn't need to be like doesn't need to be your city mm. but you want it to be close which also has a 
a smaller carbon footprint because you don't have to ship it. As mm -hmm. we all know, with the Suez Canal situation <laughs> and all the cargo not being able to get anywhere, you don't want it to be coming from over there. You want it mm -hmm. to be coming from close by so they don't have to expend yeah. all the fuel and everything. Yeah. Shipping's not as bad. Really what's bad is airplanes. Anything. I yeah. mean, really any of that's still going to be yeah. bad. But by magnitude, airplanes much worse in terms of the fossil fuel production. So, but the point is buy local. So just kind of research like what veggies and yeah. fruits are in season near you and kind of stick to those in their yeah. seasons, hopefully. But yeah, so I recommend mm -hmm. watching it, but it is yeah. very sad. Yes. So, But if you like asparagus, you're kind of stuck. It's all flown out of the country. <laughs> I don't like asparagus, so that's not a problem for me. <laughs> yeah, also tracking where your produce comes from is very difficult unless you go to a local food market. I really wish I had the time to just go mm -hmm. to farmer's markets, like actual yeah. farmer's markets. Because we used to have a persimmon grove. Mm -hmm. I don't like persimmons. And my parents, well, they didn't bother selling it. But we'd have people come be like, can we just pick them or I can go for it? You can go sell them. We don't care. <laughs> like, knocked yourself out. Mm -hmm. It just came with the property. So <laughs> My university does a lot of research with citrus. So we have a bunch of citrus groves on right. campus. Yeah. One of my TAs found out you cannot pick the fruit. You get in trouble. That's lame. <laughs> We used to, because there are groves all over where yeah. I grew up, and, like, a lot of people did have persimmons where we mm -hmm. are, but also, like, oranges, and I think some may have lemons. I don't remember. Mm -hmm. But we would just walk through the orange groves and just get a snack on a walk. Yeah. And they never complained, yeah. so. I'm a, actually, I'm finally getting flowers on my lemon and orange tree, so oh, hopefully I'll get oranges. I only ever get lemons. Lemons are good, though. I don't I don't ever use them. One of our, oh, I use them occasionally, and one of our neighbors has a lemon tree, and I'm just like, if it's on the ground, I can take it, right? <laughs> I would. <laughs> I'm like, you don't care. Yeah. Anyway. All right, well, we should move on into um, the things that we really, truly wanted to talk about. Yes. So go for it, Casey. What did you want to talk about today? Depression. <laughs> well, it's going to make you now, depressed. Now, that segues perfectly from the <laughs> documentary I watched. Yes. So this has to do in relevance to elephants. <laughs> Because yeah. recently their assessment by the IUCN Red List has been updated. Mm -hmm. Both species of African elephant are now endangered. Great. The African savanna elephant is now classified as endangered, and the African forest elephant is critically endangered. So how long ago were they not considered that? Well, the forest elephant was already endangered, right? Yeah. But the savanna elephant, when were they not? How they were vulnerable before this assessment. But when is before this? Like a few months year. ago. Oh, okay, cool, great. Less than a month ago. Wow. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm sure you're going to tell us why. Yes, it has to do primarily with poaching and yeah, loss of habitat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, some animals poaching is the main issue, but mm -hmm. so many is habitat. Yeah. Elephants, because they get poached, and then also farmers go after them because they ruin their crops. Yeah. I due mean, to... <laughs> and due to habitat loss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a vicious yeah. cycle. There's mm -hmm. also too many people on this earth. That's another problem. Yes. I say we sterilize the water. <laughs> you do not immediately reject. <laughs> we're not sterilizing water. We, we should do mandatory vasectomies everywhere. Yes. And that way then we can be like, okay, you're responsible. Mm -hmm. You can do this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then especially with the African forest elephant, they have a very restricted habitat and deforestation is a very big issue for them so their habitat continues to decrease as well as with poaching because of their restricted habitat they have nowhere to go and with poaching with elephants it's mostly for the tusks right because african elephants eat? it's for the tusks okay 
Asian elephants, it's for their hide. Oh. Yeah, because if you look at Asian elephants, besides the bowls, oh, yeah, they don't they have don't. much yeah, tusks. Don't. That's true. Whereas in African elephants, both males and females will have tusks. So is the hide for like a form of leather? Like what are they doing Probably. to hide? I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure some kind of leather or something. Was again off topic. This is an off topic day. But when I was a little kid and I grew up in the boonies, we had one neighbor who was wealthy. Mm-hmm. And I was a very well behaved small child. Like usually small children are nightmares to go to, right? <laughs> I was very good. But we went to his house. I think it was a tiger rug on the ground with a head, right? Zebra stuff. Because he went and he would do big game hunting. One of his tables was held up by an elephant foot. I threw tantrums at this person's house mm-hmm. and my parents were like you never did it and I'm like it's probably because I saw all the dead animals and I was like fuck this guy <laughs> should have left the house <laughs> anyway if I was your parent I w- we would have gotten ice cream afterwards <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it was just funny because like other neighbors had been around me because mm-hmm. we used to have block parties sometimes which is very funny in the boonies because it's not mm-hmm. like a block party with your like you know barbecue and then like shut down a street like you go to someone's house anyway um, and I was well behaved, but at this person, the wealthy guy's house, I was like, fuck you. My sister follows this Instagram page where it's like these very fancy, expensive houses. One of them was like that. It's like just full of mounts and stuff. And it's like, I have specimens, but it's not like this. I feel like I'd walk into the house and just immediately walk out and be like, I'm so sorry. This is not going to work. <laughs> anyway. Oh, and also on that um, video, they talked about penguins a lot too. Penguins. Yeah. And they're killed alive and it's really bad. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> Excuse me, but continue. Yes. With your elephants, yes. So, yeah, main thing the African elephants hunted for is ivory. Mm-hmm. And there's several dozen killed each day. So, honestly, it doesn't surprise me that now they are yeah, endangered. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's really sad. Yes. So, now, they're a charismatic species, so they are given good protections. So, we'll see how they go. It's just so frustrating because basically mm-hmm. what it comes down to is people just have to not be greedy. Mm-hmm. And we have to support people so that they can live. We also need to stop overpopulating. Yeah. But then you, that was another thing they talked about too is like overpopulations in places like India. Mm-hmm. But then the U.S. consumes far more yeah. than people do. So it's like a mixed thing of like we need to consume less yeah. and we need to not overpopulate. Yeah, that's a problem with our country because basically in the United States, a lot of companies make their um, products where things are intended to fall apart. Oh, yes. Apple? And you're not, yeah. Mm-hmm. Apple runs a monopoly. So does John Deere, Amazon. There's a lot of. I can't even with Amazon right now. I'm trying <laughs> to limit my Amazon yeah. spending and watching Amazon shows because I'm. Just like, I've never watched an Amazon show, but unfortunately, with Jeff. So Be- good is the problem. <laughs> yeah. Thing though with like Jeff Bezos is that most of his money comes from investments, and some people logistically cannot afford other online shopping options. Yeah. Which brings me to another point. Don't consumer blame people. We're in a very equitable, uneven society. Consumer blame as far as people shopping at places like Walmart and Amazon? Is that what you mean? Yeah. I just, I pay a little bit more to shop Mm -hmm. at Target. Yeah. Which is not that much better, but Mm -hmm. it's slightly better. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, but Bezos could afford to pay his people reasonable wages. Yes, he's the problem, not the consumers. Yeah, so that's what I'm trying to get. No point. reason for that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we got off topic, sort of again, yep. as usual. And he de- devotes one billion dollars each year to build a rocket for space travel. I can't even. I can't. I just it makes me so angry. I've Elon Musk also has his I own. Corp- don't even start with you. No. Here's the thing that's <laughs> driving me nuts because, like, you probably have seen this, like. 
the successful landing. They don't show what happens a few minutes after and it blows up. <laughs> it's, it's like... It's fine. It's fine, everybody. It's fine. We got it. It's good. Anyway. Um, yes. What were yeah. we even talking about right before? Elephants. I know elephants, but like they're losing their homes. Mm-hmm. And getting and hunted killed. for their yeah. tusks. It's just, ugh, mm-hmm. People are just the worst. We're so terrible. Yeah. But not everybody's terrible, Casey. Mm-hmm. But a good and, and enough people are terrible. Yeah. It's, it's sad. Okay, well, that's depressing. Mm-hmm. Well, Anna, let's see what we can do about it note. Yay. Mm-hmm. Um, so after I watched this show, that, that was it for the elephants, right? Yeah. Okay. After I watched the show, I was like, what the fuck can I do? Like, I need to... I use my reusable bags, right? Mm-hmm. And I do some stuff. Oh, I need to talk about that sometime. <laughs> I'm going to ruin it for people. Why? You should not be getting caution um, reusable bags. They are horrible for the environment. Most of mine are that plasticky stuff, I think. Actually, prob- probably the best options are the reusable plastics or the paper. Papers. It's so crazy. Remember when we didn't want to use paper because yeah. it was really bad for the environment? And now we're like, we should really switch back to paper. Um, but anyway, so I was looking into, like, what can you do? Specifically, mm-hmm. they spend a lot of time on the fisheries. So mm-hmm. I, you can't find it everywhere you go, which is annoying. But I know I have looked for tuna that is line caught and, like, is safe. So I found this site, which is really for people in the U.K. So U.K. listeners, great. Mm-hmm. Uh, check this thing out. But basically, the main thing is if you go to the Marine Conservation Society, they will help you determine what fish are safe to eat. You're going to be eating them basically on season. When they're in season, um, a lot of them are farm fish. Like, they're definitely focusing on farmed salmon are good. Um, And, of course, as Casey talked about before, a lot of the bigger fish, there's a lot of shit in our water because we just dump pollutants in our water and don't give a shit about the environment. So the little fish get it, and then it has a name. What's the name of that called? When the bigger fish eats it and it just keeps accumulating. Um, Biomagnific... Biomagnification. Yes, yeah. so a little smaller fish eats it and then the bigger fish eats that it. smaller fish and then they get infected with... Not infected, but they get this stuff in their system and then a bigger fish eats right. them and then it just keeps getting worse and worse, which is basically why you're not supposed to eat a lot of tuna because there's a ton of mercury in them, at least wild tuna. Yeah. So anyway... Also called bioaccumulation. Yes. So of all kinds of, you know, bad things in our system because we're terrible, again... <laughs> So, um, they recommend choosing your species of fish carefully when you're trying to eat your fishies. Um, go to the Marine Conservation Society to check that out. Um, what is this actual article? So I can tell the people in the UK. Ecologist informed my nature, and it's called the Top 10 Ways to Eat Fish Sustainably. Yep, that's it. Um, but the one thing to look for is line caught. You don't want things with big trawl nets and stuff like that. Um, and as Casey talked about before, dolphin safe doesn't really mean yeah. it's dolphin safe. So, oh, oh, you were talking about that, weren't you? Hmm. The turtle thing. Ted. Yeah. yeah, those are cool. Anyway. And um, they work. So we yeah. have studies that show it. So line caught is a big deal because they're not going to be just in nets and, you know, catching by catch. Um, and then obviously by local and sustainably. Woo, hello, fish. Yeah, um, that's the app I use. <laughs> Oh, what is it? Tell Seafood it. Watch app. It was made by Monterey Bay Aquarium. Okay. And it gives you, um, it give you're able to type in your um, city, state, or zip code, and it tells you restaurants or um, grocery stores where they sell sustainable seafood. 
You can also look at different species of fish that you like, and it'll tell you um, where you can get it or when you can get it. It'll tell you like how sustainable it is, what are better options. It also tells you from where it's sourced, which is better. Yes, so also healthier for you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but anyway, so that is definitely, what is it called again? Seafood Watch. Seafood Watch, everybody. Go yep. there, and then also you can look at the Marine Society. I already forgot the name, but I keep forgetting the mouse doesn't work on that one. The Marine <laughs> Conservation Society, which I think is the little stamp that's on the side. I know I have found a couple brands of tuna. One now has the World Wildlife Fund sticker on it, and I was like, I don't necessarily believe this is sustainable just because they stamped World Wildlife Fund on it. Yeah, that's... Uh... But it is. I checked it. Had the little check off. I thing. will make one note because the company that owns those ones mm -hmm. is Bumblebee. I believe that's the name of the corporation. And they also sell unsustainable tuna. Oh. Okay. Well, either way, I'm buying sustainable but, uh, from yeah, it, I just needed to put that note out there. It's yeah. still fine. But. Um, yeah, so that one has, I'll take a picture of, I got a couple cans of that. It's like kind of a green can and it has the World Wildlife symbol on it. Don't just trust that that means it's okay. I looked for the little Marine Stewardship or whatever that little stamp is. Yeah, Marine Stewardship says, Council. It also says Little line blue fish outline. Yeah, and it also says line caught, so you know mm -hmm. it's good. And it tastes good. Yeah. That's good stuff. I got one one time that was kind of weird, but that one mm -hmm. was really good. So, um, yeah, it's just kind of going along with everything else. Just try to buy locally and, and use that app. Mm -hmm. I already forgot the name of Gens. Yep. Marine. Nope, no, that's not it. That's the council. Say it again, Casey, for people like me who keep forgetting it. <laughs> Seafood Watch app. Seafood Watch app. Yep. Get that in the States. Mm -hmm. Do they have that probably in the UK? I don't know. Probably. Probably. Yeah. You might have that one. Is it an app or just a website? Uh, well, they send you to the Marine Conservation Society. Oh. And then it just tells you different ways. Mm -hmm. um, they want you to go to a fishmonger, which I wasn't aware that was a thing that still existed. <laughs> I thought that was an ancient thing. Um, one place, too, it was funny. It was like if you go into a grocery store and you're asking at the, like, the fish, well, I guess that's just the meat, but the fish yeah. counter, and if they don't know where it's from, they're like, turn around and leave. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah. So, that's one thing to do. Get... Um, yeah get those apps and, and try to try to eat a little more clean. Also, it's healthier yeah. for you. Also, if you shop at Whole Foods, all their seafood's sustainable. If you can't afford it. If you can afford it, yeah. <laughs> Whole Foods is not cheap. No, it ain't. So anyway, but we have a lot of work to do as individuals to do it. But more mm -hmm. importantly, as individuals, we need to actually get control of our political system. Yeah. So that- Make sure you vote. Yes. For people <laughs> who actually give shit about the environment. Yeah. Because that kind of affects all of us. Yeah. Anyway. Also spam call your congressman. Or congresswoman. Yes, congresspeople. <laughs> Congresspeoples. Yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah, so that's that. And we should get into our actual animals. Yes. Because we've been very off topic today. Yes, back to the fishies. Yep, and it was my turn to choose. I don't even remember my inspiration for this. I was like, think ocean. <sighs> and rays came to mind. <laughs> sea flaps. Because they're really cool. Yeah, and it was funny because then I was looking for, like, a breakdown of them more, and it was, like, Batoids or whatever, <laughs> but it involves so many more things. Anyway, so, but, yeah, so, Casey, tell us your favorite ray first. So, my favorite ray, also the largest, is the giant manta ray. Ooh, I want to yes. swim with them so bad. Me too. Their scientific name is Mobula birostris. Awesome. Yes, used to be manta birostris, but now they've been put in the same genus as Mobula. Oh, okay. Yeah, that includes like devil rays. 
They are found in tropical and warm temperate regions of the ocean around the globe. So they have a cosmopolitan distribution. (laughs) Get it. (laughs) And they are a pelagic species, meaning they spend most of their time out in the open ocean. (laughs) And that they can live up to 40 years based on the studies so far. Oh, that's so cool. Yes. And as I mentioned, they are the largest ray species and one of the largest fish in the world. They have a wingspan of about nine meters. Real? I didn't realize they were that big. Yeah. Holy shit! <laughs> I don't know if I want to swim with that. Anymore. Yes, you do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and they can weigh twenty four hundred kilograms. Woo. Yep. They are filter feeders that feed on large quantities of plankton. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they catch their prey by constantly swimming with their mouth open. And they have these little lobes on the sides of their face called cephalic. Try again. Hold on, I lost it. <laughs> yeah, cephalic lobes. I was correct. <laughs> to help direct the more water um, and thus more food into their mouth. Mm. And they will sometimes do somersaults in order to catch more food as they're swimming. That's awesome. Yep. Or how some people will call them barrel rolls. Because they do a bunch of times. <laughs> it's cool. I want to see it. Yep. There's, like, they have some at the Georgia Aquarium Meet. Well, they have a mirror, and sometimes it goes down at the mirror <laughs> and Aww. does barrel rolls. Yeah. And like other rays, manta rays are viviparous and give live birth. A- Ovoviviparous is where they hatch inside and then come out. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. You remember the other one? I was like, I don't know what's the other one. So viviparous, ovoviviparous, ovoviparous. Close enough. Oviparous. No, oh, I was close. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> But they only give birth to one pup at a time, and they only refuse once every two, two, three years. Okay. They have the largest brain of any fish yet studied by science. Wow. Yes. And typically, they live at depths of around 10 meters, but have been recorded through some studies going as far as 1,000 meters. Wow. Yes. It's suspected that the diving behavior reflects changes in season and distribution of their prey. Okay, that makes Mm -hmm. sense, yeah. Yes. They are currently listed as endangered by the IUCN Red List. Their biggest threat is commercial fishing, with them being both as bycatch and as a targeted species for some fisheries. Who's eating ray? They're specifically targeted for their gill rakers. Isn't that something small, well, small-ish on them? Yeah, in relation to the whole body, yes. Because it's just, it's, there's the gills, and then there's gill rakers, which is where they scrape the food off that they collect. So why is that what people want? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Probably tastes good or something. I'm I just, know. It makes me sad when people hunt something like shark fin, right? Yeah. And you... One time I went to a casino, they had shark fin. Never went back. Yeah, no. <laughs> but it's just sad when you waste the whole animal for something small. Yes. And they're also listed under CITES Appendix 2. And it is... What? <laughs> it's listed as threatened under the endangered... Yep. Take two. <laughs> it's listed as threatened under the Endangered Species Act here in the United States, and it's protected throughout its entire range. Okay, great. Yes. Um, according to NOAA, current regulation is inadequate since there is still fishing for this species despite being prohibited in much of its range 
They have also stated that there are few measures attempting to address the bycatch problem. Mm. And they have found that they are most vulnerable to industrial persine and artisanal gillnet fisheries. Hmm. The first of which is used primarily to catch tuna. Hmm. Which is, I wonder what the biggest selling fish is. uh, I feel like it'd be tuna or salmon. Hmm. Although I feel like cod and halibut are used in fish type things. Hmm. Yeah, it would be either tuna or salmon. Mainly because tunas depends on which kind you are selling, but they're big. Yeah. And used in so much. Although a lot of things that are labeled tuna aren't actually tuna. <laughs> That's terrifying. Yeah. It's still a good fish. Yeah. Just makes you shit. <laughs> it honestly does. I can't remember the name of fish. It's very slimy. It tastes fine, but it makes you shit a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're constipated. Yeah. There you go. But yeah. All right, well, is that it for the giant manta ray? Yes, that is all I for the giant manta ray. I didn't realize they were that freaking big. I knew they yeah. were big. I didn't mm-hmm. realize they were that big. That's crazies. Oh, yeah. I really want to swim, like, right over one. So mm-hmm. it's, like, flapping, and I'm, yeah. like, right above it. And, like, ooh. Yep. Anyway. All right, well, Yeah, and I... they have no venom barb, so you wouldn't have to worry about that. Can you imagine a venom barb and swimming that big? I'd be like, <laughs> I'm never going to the ocean. Forget sharks. I've had a correct... People think, like, everything has it. All rays have venom barbs, and it's like, it's like actually, mantas don't. <laughs> They're so big, they don't really need one. <laughs> also, they're eating krill. <laughs> yeah. So, you don't need to envenomate krill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So, my favorite ray is the spotted eagle ray. Um, and their scientific name is... Mm-hmm, Autobotus? Aetobotus. Maybe Aetobotus. No, oh, I am too blind. Hang on. <laughs> Nerinari. Going with that. Okay. Um, They're found along the Atlantic coast of North America, the Caribbean, South America, and Africa. They're one of the largest ray species with only some mobula. Mm -hmm. Is that how you say that? Mobula? Yes. As I mentioned before. Right. Which was like a giant giant manta ray um, growing larger. They have a three meter wingspan. Nothing compared to the giant. (laughs) And they weigh up to 230 kilograms. The whip-like tail, yes, <laughs> can be up to three times longer than the ray's wingspan, which is crazy and also mm-hmm. awesome. Um, lifespan of this species is unknown. We just don't know anything. Nope. <laughs> it could be two years. It could be 20. <laughs> Who knows? Anyway. Given its size, um, it's probably 20 or 30s, Yeah. I would suspect. And this species has a venomous barb located just behind its dorsal fin, which is located near the base of the tail. That's kind of scary. Okay, fun. All right, great. Like many other rays, the spotted eagle ray feeds on many bottom-dwelling species, including crustaceans, mollusks, Mm -hmm. we've already said, and kinoderms? Yes. Yay, okay. Um, And worms. (laughs) Let's not forget the worms. Well, worms are... Okay, everyone thinks of like earthworms when they hear worms, but there's yeah. so many worms that are nothing like, most worms are nothing like earthworms, and they're really cool. Earthworms are cool. Don't disworm. Well, they're cool, but there's cooler worms. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> there are cooler worms. There are. Okay, anyway. Look up Christmas tree worms. I know, they're cool. We'll talk about them sometime. Um, it has hard dental plates in its mouth that it uses to crush its prey. 
poor little things. Just crush the crustaceans. Yeah. <laughs> My gosh. Anyway. Um, unlike some ray species, this species is an active swimmer and does not lie motionless on the floor and cover itself in sand. Think stingrays. They do mm-hmm. that. That's why you have to do the stingray shuffle that I never do. <laughs> it's so bad. I don't go to the beach often enough. <laughs> Someday I will probably be stung. <laughs> anyway. I feel like that always happens in like spurts too where people are just constantly being stung one time i remember i was surprised that day nobody got stung but i was snorkeling and my sister was having a panic attack because as we were swimming there was just there are tons of baby rays (laughs) little they were so cute and i always tell people don't freak out they only if you apply a certain amount of pressure then they'll sting you yeah you could i've petted intact stingrays before no problem yeah it's just anyway. But you should still do the stingray shuffle. Yes, do the stingray really shuffle. I'm really bad about it, but I also don't go in the water that often. Mm-hmm. So, um, anyway, I've lost my spot now because we're talking about that. <laughs> okay, there we go. Even though they are considered a, I cannot read from here, coastal species, yep, that's it. Um, the wide distribution of the species suggests that some may migrate large distances. Mm-hmm. I was like, like eagles, but eagles don't really migrate large distances. Um, <laughs> This ray species is among a few that have been observed leaping out of the water. They're so cool. Yep. That's where they're like an eagle. You <laughs> fly like an eagle in the sea. <laughs> anyway. Um, and it is listed as endangered by the IUCN Red List. It is not specifically targeted by fisheries, but does get caught as bycatch like so many other things. Um, and like other large rays, this species has low... Fecundity? Yes. What does that mean? Doesn't reproduce quickly. Cool, great. Um, only having small litters every couple years, which makes it particularly vulnerable to extinction. The only time this species is deliberately caught is for displays in public aquaria. Yeah. <laughs> I've never it. seen one in an aquarium. I feel like maybe it's not. It must mm-hmm. be one similar. Is this the ray in Finding Nemo? I need to know. Oh, I have no me. clue. I'm going to look it up real fast because I need to It know. might be. But I don't know because that's... Where's Finding Nemo? Where is it? Australia. Oh, they... Yeah, so it doesn't sound right, but no. it's kind of what they look like. There's other eagle rays. I know that, so it might be. Right I don't in... know. Go on this journey with us, people. Wait, isn't he a stingray? So it can't be. I don't know if he's spotted. Yes, but they're spotted stingrays. What is he? He's a spotted eagle ray. That's what oh. it says. So he's in the wrong place. <laughs> Disney, you're wrong. I, don't know. <laughs> I was gonna say, I think he's a spotted stingray or a spotted eagle ray. Oh, I am an idiot. I was like, is it really Australia? It's like, yes. It's very much Sydney. <laughs> wow. Anyway. Oh gosh. So yeah, so that's our. Those are our favorite rays because they're really cool. Let's be awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Let's be honest. Like mm-hmm. sea turtles and rays. No, two top things I want to yeah. see in the ocean. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. And the creepy crawlies. Well, I like seeing the creepy crawlies that and squishy is, things. That is you. Yes. Turtles and rays. Yep. I've seen sea turtles. And nice seals. When I when went snorkeling no once. Little baby me. sea turtles about this big. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that was in La Jolla Cove. I've never seen a sea turtle yeah. in the wild. When we <laughs> went to the... Um, yeah, that was before I had my GoPro, so I don't have video or pictures. When we went to <laughs> on our cruise to the Bahamas... And to um, Fort Jefferson, which is gorgeous. Highly recommend it off of, where did we go out? I think we went out of Key West for that. Um, 
so beautiful and it was clear and beautiful and I should have I had my underwater camera that was not a GoPro back then um I still don't have a GoPro and I didn't record that day because I only had enough like memory to do one day and I was like I'm gonna save it for the Bahamas obviously Bahamas was so windy everything was cloudy and you couldn't see mostly anything in the water so we saw the outline of a turtle at one point when we were in like a little like boat looking mm-hmm. down not a glass bottom boat sort of like a submarine but not really anyway yeah. but yeah so I was very disappointed Yep. I think it's somewhere in the Bahamas. They, It's a company I looked up that they'll take you there to go swimming with bull sharks. That'd be cool. I really want to do that. I really want to swim with sharks. Mm-hmm. Like big sharks. Yeah. I've swim been swimming with, with leopard sharks. I remember I told an old coworker of ours that it's like I shared online um, this website where they'll take you out on a boat and you get to go swimming with blue sharks and makos. And I came in work the next day and was like, Casey, when we're going swimming with sharks. <laughs> sharks too yeah it's like three or four hundred dollars i i don't need a stick stick just to be like okay you keep your distance there's a technique where you just direct them away pushing on them yeah Yeah. but anyway i never want to do cage diving and that looks awful i do so i want to see great whites so i know (laughs) never cage diving i'm like i will go do the like swimming with sharks that way i don't want to cage dive anyway now i'm choking (laughs) Anyway, all right, well, let's move on to our animal of the week. All righty. All right, Casey. Allie. <laughs> our animal of the week, are we ready? Yes. Is the Portuguese man of war. The Portuguese man of war. What is that, Casey? Tell will... us about them. All right, so these guys come for the order Siphonophora. Of course they do. <laughs> They've come from the family Fissalidae. Oh, okay. Yes, and the species name is. Fissalia fissalis. <laughs> That's amazing. Yes. They have a global distribution found in tropical and temperate waters all around the globe. Okay. And they are a pelagic species, as I mentioned earlier. That means they live out more so in the open ocean. Yes. Yeah. We're going to have to have like a, um, would that be a vocab test? I don't know if it would be a vocab test, but like the glossary of terms <laughs> oh, type yeah. situation. <laughs> uh, I should bring some of the terms I learned in my no, courses. Yes. I haven't had a chance to learn them, so it's not fair. At least give me the stuff that I've had a chance to hear. Oh, I'm never going to remember the insect eating one, though. I'm just telling you that. It begins with them and ends with an S. That's all I'm going to be able to do. Continue right. on. <laughs> so, for these guys, one thing you'll notice, they'll look like a jellyfish and they have this float. Yes, they definitely look like a jellyfish for yeah. sure. And the float is 30 centimeters long, can be 13 centimeters wide, and 15 centimeters tall. Okay, so it's longer than the height of your average house cat. Is it really? Because mm-hmm, I think when I did the the metric breakdown, I think oh. the cat was like 24 centimeters yeah. high. Interesting. And the tentacles average about nine meters long. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to blow your mind even more. Oh, boy. Here we go. The maximum they can get is 50. 50 meters? How is that possible? <laughs> if it's a large individual and doesn't get its tentacles ripped off, it just keeps growing. That's terrifying. I'm like, cool. I want to yeah. see that from inside a submarine. But like, whoa. Yeah. Okay. Incredibly rare. Incredibly I rare. Imagine. I will not. Ma- I will mention. <laughs> but they feed on a variety of pelagic invertebrates as well as small fish. But the bulk of their diet is composed of small pelagic fish, and they have found that makes about seventy to ninety percent of their diet. So are most of the pelagic invertebrates down on the floor, or are they just no, you, in the water? you in pelagic area, they're, first off, pelagics 
swimming up in the water column. You don't. Oh, that okay. bottom is bent thick. And when you're out in the open ocean, that's like that's 50, so deep, 100 yeah. plus meters. Yeah, it's so deep. Yeah. And like I mentioned, they resemble jellyfish, but they are actually a species of siphonophore. Well, yes, that totally makes all of the sense, yes. and I exactly know what you're talking about. Yep. Yeah. So a siphonophore is actually a colonial species that is composed of multiple specialized organisms. So think about it as a floating coral, kind of. Oh, okay. Yeah, floating coral reef, kind of. Okay. Yeah. So like an individual coral. Yeah, well, an individual coral is a cluster of separate organisms. I guess that's true. Bunch of tiny little polyps. Not like a full reef, but like a yeah. coral. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, this is very specific and no one can see what I'm doing. <laughs> anyway, continuing yeah. on. <laughs> and there's four types of cnidarian that compose the... Cnidarian, by the way, is a scientific name for the group that includes jellyfish and these guys. Okay. A few others. And What else does it include? Now I want to know. Called, so it includes these guys. Jellyfish. Jellyfish. The man of war. That's what this is. Other siphonophores, the sea anemones, and oh. corals. Oh, okay. Yep. And there's four types of polyps that make up the man of war. There's what's called a pneumatophore, which is the float. Okay. Then there's a dactylozoids. Those are the tentacles. Okay. Then Those are polyps? Yeah. How are the tentacles polyps? I'm so confused. I think of polyps as being small. Yeah, but... It's a but they grow. Oh, a lot of them. Yeah, that's a lot of them. Okay. It's a cluster of them. Okay. Then there's the gastrozoids. Those are the feeding zoids. So mm -hmm. it's just a special name for an animal, small polyp. And then there's the gonozoids, which produce gametes, which means sperm and eggs. Reproduction. Yes. For sexy time. <laughs> for sexy time. <laughs> Like I said, belong to the phylum Cnidaria, which includes the sea jelly, sea anemones, and corals. And just like their relatives, they have specialized cells called cnidocytes. Okay. Those are the stinging cells that inject you so with venom. They have, so they're all, so fifty meters worth of freaking tentacles are all. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, so let's get into how venomous they are, because now, like, obviously they're pretty off. venomous. Why are they ripping them off then? Eh. Like a killer whale? Sometimes it can just be currents. Mm, okay. Yeah, not killer whales would never <laughs> go after these. <laughs> Only thing that really preys on these are um, sunfish and certain sea turtles. And the sunfish we talked about as a bonus animal. Yep. So That we did. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And you got to see that lovely video if you follow us on Instagram or Twitter. So anyway, yes. continue on. <laughs> yes. So... They're just mindlessly wandering around, and the tentacles will sting, stun, and kill whatever gets caught in there that's small enough. Okay, I think we should talk about these things by catch, okay? Because <laughs> I have a feeling they're stinging some stuff they weren't intending to eat. Nope. <laughs> they're like, oh, all of it, yes. everything, even if you don't fit. <laughs> yeah. And when it does capture prey, it gets pulled up to the gastrozoids, mm -hmm. and they resemble tiny little bags that are underneath the float. Bags? Yeah, like the little tiny bags that are underneath. They're oh, in like the, the float looks like a yeah, bag. Yeah, the float looks like a bag, and yeah. these look like very tiny bags underneath it. Okay, it's very In the water. Okay. Yes. And 
when the food gets into the gastrozoids, it they release an enzyme to digest their prey. Of course they do. Then they will distribute the nutrients to the other polyps in the colony. Interesting how that works, though. Yeah. So they dissolve their food, too. Mm. Is the food dead dead by this time or just stuck? It's dead. Okay, that's good. Good job, man of war. It probably hurt when it got Well, stuck. given that they're mostly eating fish, they have to make sure it's dead by the time they get it. I guess that's true, yeah. Yeah. And like I said, they have a highly potent venom, so they have very few predators. Mm-hmm. And this is one thing that's unique about them for Siphonophore is that they are a dioecious species. Ooh, daytime something? I don't <laughs> Nothing know. at all like that. I would be that, but I don't know what that is. It's in relation to sex. Okay. Each individual is either male or female. Most siphonophore are monoecious, meaning they produce both eggs and sperm. Oh, okay. Whereas these, it's one or the other. Mm, Interesting. Yes. And reproduction, their form of reproduction is what's called broadcast spawning. They're just like... Yes, they let it all go. (laughs) Usually... The females release the eggs, and, and the then the males will release the like, sperm. Oh, and it just, okay. Yeah. Typically happens when they congregate in large groups to increase the chances of successful reproduction. That makes sense, yeah. Yep. And these guys, they, like other cnidarians, they don't have a brain. They don't swim. They just passively move along due to like the current and the wind. pulses or whatever the yeah. jellyfish use. Yep. And... One interesting fact about them is some have pneumatophores that are bent towards the right or the left. And this is actually a kind of important feature for proper distribution so they don't get overcrowded and compete with each other. Oh. Yeah. Weird. Okay. Yeah, if you ever look at a picture, you'll notice there's a bent in the float. It's not perfectly straight. Hmm. It's so they get drifted off in different, in different directions. Areas. Yeah. And these guys have not been assessed by the IUCN red list. It is fairly common in tropical waters, so most likely the species is not concerned with extinction. Yay. How did they get the name Man of War? I don't know. Who named that? They're like, Man of War, I'm going to pick this up and just throw it at you, and it's going to not electrocute you, but (laughs) envenomate you. Will it kill people if it envenomates? Potentially. Can you imagine getting stuck in 50 meters of that shit? Oh, God, no. (laughs) Uh, yeah, that is the Portuguese man o' war. Woohoo! Yeah. There we go, everyone. Portuguese man The man-o-war. first colonial species. It is the first colonial species, I think, yeah. isn't it? Yes. Yes. And the first Nidarian. It's harder for me to remember all of our animals of the week now that we've been doing this longer. Yeah. <laughs> like the first few months, I was like, boom, this, this, this. And now I'm like, was that one? Yeah. Anyway. Well, this has nothing to do with the ocean, Casey. And I'm actually going to go with. Um, this isn't a different pun today because I'm actually correcting a pun. You, you're correcting I'm a pun? I'm correcting a pun that I read. And it said, why don't cats like to play cards in the jungle? Why? Too many cheetahs. But cheetahs what? are from the savannah, so the joke should be <laughs> there are jungle cheetahs? In India, there are cheetahs. Okay, but the majority of cheetahs yes. are in the savannah. Mm-hmm. So the, the pun should be, why don't cats play cards in the savannah? <laughs> Too many cheetahs. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so that's that's a corrected pun for us yeah. today. Although apparently now we have learned that there are jungle <laughs> cheetahs in India. Yep. Where? What? Where? I've never seen a yeah, cheetah Yeah, there's in cheetahs India. in India. They have a very restricted range. They used to be much more widespread, but okay. just... 
like there's lions in the India. The lions in India and the tigers in India. So everything's in India. Yes, well, but they don't overlap else. much. Yes. That's lions bad. and tigers don't overlap at all. That would be bad. <laughs> that would not. I feel like that would not go well. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. All right. The Bengals would probably outcompete them given their. The cheetahs or the lions? The lions. Actually, the. Hmm. I don't know, really. They're bigger, but they don't have a pride. Yeah. But also, lions aren't big fans of the water. And tigers just like, whatever, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I'm in here now. Yep. <laughs> Anywho. Yes. <laughs> this is just a weird episode today. Yes, it is. <laughs> We're weird today. I'm well, the sorry, ocean's folks. weird, so it's fitting. That's true. Oh, God, there's a folder involved. Okay, so we're this getting is just ready to keep track. We're getting ready for the challenge. We have a folder. Co- You're dropping pens, man. Yeah, you have pens. <laughs> Yay, routing implements. I wasn't sure if I did. Okay. Okay. All right. I don't, I don't know what it is. It's Casey's challenge today. Yes, yeah, so. so we're doing a classic alphabet themed. Okay. Except this time we are naming marine animals exclusively. Okay, but they can be mammals, they can be fish, they can yes. be echinoderms. Yes. Yay. <laughs> Even marine birds. Oh, okay. Like we seagulls okay, and but stuff. Okay, but we're going A through, we're trying to go through Z? Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> That's a freshwater fish. Oh, no. I'm assuming you may want me to start. I don't know. We should really come up with a system that makes sense with this, but. All right. Um, oh, give us five minutes. You can, you can start. Okay. Three, two, one, abalone. Bat sea star? Is that what they're called? Yes, bat star. Yeah, bat star, okay. C, clownfish. Um, D, a dugong. Did I say that right? Yes. <laughs> okay, good. E, elephant fish. F, fish? <laughs> really? You can't just say fish. Okay, um, a, um, why is that hard? Can I say fry for like baby fish? I'll take. Fry. Okay, fine. There's F- like, well, there's like a fire shrimp, right? Yeah. The fire shrimp. Fine. There we yeah. go. G, green sea turtle. Okay. H, a um, humpback whale. Right. I. <laughs> you forgot me to write down the alphabet. This is our problem last time. Ice fish. I'm shocked you didn't say isopod. Um. Okay, I was that J. Yeah. <laughs> <What> next, <laughs> um, we're the worst. Um, a um, why am I freaking? I'm thinking jackal. <laughs> it's not in the water. Um, a why am I dying on J? A jellyfish. <laughs> Thank God. Jellyfish. Yes. Okay, good. Um, let's see. K. K. Okay. Krill. Oh my gosh. Oh, I'm good. Yeah. J K L. Mm-hmm. Lionfish. L M. That's right. M. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? We just talked about it. Yeah, man of war. <laughs> my gosh. N. Um. A. Um. It's not a North American sea. It's a California sea lion, isn't it? So that does. A narwhal? Yes. Sure. Oh, octopus. Does narwhal even begin with an N? I keep forgetting. Yeah, narwhal begins with N. O, P, A, I almost said platypus. (laughs) A puffin. Uh, Yep. Q, Queensland grouper. Oh, rude. Okay, Q, 
R. A. We haven't talked about it yet, but I've heard of it. A ratfish. Yes. <laughs> R. S. 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 Stingray. Yeah, I was going to say, that's not a T. A. Mm, it should not be hard. And yet I struggle. <laughs> a. I'm free. My brain's like shutting down. A. Um. I also can't pick a species. <laughs> like, yeah. pick one and stick to it. A tiger fish? Is that a thing? I don't think so, but okay. I'm... Oh, a, a tiger shark. Yes. There we go. It's sort of a tiger fish. Maybe a T. <laughs> What's after T? You. You. <laughs> you. <laughs> oh, Lordy. I may pass on this. Because <laughs> the only animal I know that begins with you is Umbrella Bird. <laughs> and a Yukonda Cobb. Yukonda Cobb, yeah. Didn't we find fish? But they may have been freshwaters. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'm taking I'm passing on this one. <laughs> okay, UV? Yeah. Is that where we are? Isn't a vaquita a river one? No, it's a here? marine mammal. Okay, great, vaquita. B W. Wolf fit. Wolf eel. <laughs> like whale. <laughs> we, X? Is that where we are? Yes. Okay, here's where we have problems. X-ray fish, isn't that a um, freshwater? I believe so. I don't think there's an X that I can think of. Or I guess it's an X-ray attached my bad. Yeah, it's, it's freshwater. freshwater. Um, I'm going to pass an X. I don't okay, think X. Okay, X. Y. Yellow tang. Okay, Z. <laughs> I was like a zebra, Danio. That's also freshwater. Um, a there's probably a zebra something. Yes, there is. Is there a zebra seahorse? Not to my knowledge. No, I swear there's a zebra seahorse, or maybe it's stripes. Maybe it's just stripes. I know an animal that starts with Z. But do I know an animal that starts with Z? No, I don't. Know. I don't. Oh wait, maybe. It has to be cheap. There is a zebra seahorse. Ah, yes. <laughs> and just in the nick of time. Oh my god. <laughs> Two seconds to go. All right. So 5, 10, 15, good. 20, 24 minus the 2. So 22. X and U. Now yeah. we need to know if there are any U marine animals. Okay. Let's see. I feel like there's going to be something. We will have to find out in the future if there I'm are. I'm we didn't say walrus. Use an X. What did I say? Umbrella shell oh is my. a sea slug there. and unicorn fish. Oh, unicorn fish I think I have heard of. What about X? X, X. Xiphius, okay. Latin for swordfish. Oh. No, we're not And Xiphosura, the 400 million year old class of arthropods that includes sea horseshoe crabs but that's not an actual animal that's a class yes. or a family so that doesn't count i say it counts so there is no no it doesn't it, it counts animal individual animal that's why i couldn't do fish the biology major says yes well the normal person says no the normal ish person says no anyway let us know how you did on this um 
folks. You probably came up with other stuff, but anyway. That brings us to the end of episode 36 of the Animal Addicts podcast. Thank you for listening. As always, we're your hosts, Allie. And Casey. And we will catch you on the next episode of the Animal Addicts podcast. Blah, 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 blah. Let's run the water.